0: Ben, Ben Weiner, welcome to the Soulcast. Thank you for joining me. Thank you, brother. Thank you for having me on. You're very welcome. So we have met recently, and I've been kind of diving into the world of heavy metals, which you are very knowledgeable knowledgeable about. Uh, Obviously, I, you know, I had some kind of peripheral awareness about all of this but there's layers to it uh, in terms of how that affects your body how it affects your hormones how it affects how you feel and you know the various ways that you can kind of go about detoxing and all the various things uh, that people should be aware of so that's going to be i guess the main theme uh, of this show and you know what you are most knowledgeable about uh so yeah for the people at home ben is you know Why don't you go into kind of how you got into this world, uh, how you became knowledgeable about heavy metals and your health journey so far.
1: Um, So yeah, my health journey started when I was about 16 or 17. Uh, Just really trying to figure out my own autoimmune style conditions, eczema, asthma, trouble regulating my nervous system, stuff like that. Um, And then just through different trials and errors with Eastern medicine, acupuncture all these kinds of modalities uh, I ended up getting involved at the Czech Institute Paul Czech started studying at the Czech Institute became a Czech practitioner I'm still in school for that and then I met my buddy Jeff Leon in Austin Texas and his dad is the founder of Allegoscan, scan which is heavy metals uh, testing intracellular testing mm-hmm. and um yeah, so I just I've down the rabbit hole deep. I've been into the research a little bit about minerals, heavy metals, detoxing myself, just understanding that it was a kind of a root cause of my health problems. So I've been into it for a little bit, and we just had a great connection and just kind of synchronistically met in Austin, Texas, and it's kind of been my journey since then, really diving deep into this research, um, really seeing it as the foundational aspect of why people are sick in a lot of ways. Um, there's really not any... There's no facet of health that you can get into that's not affected by minerals because they are the the root of bot of the body and in- enzymes hormones they're all mineral dependent so you get into heavy metals they are antagonists to our minerals, so when we have our toxic with metals our minerals are disrupted,
0: nothing in our body's going to function properly so right so what are what are the main uh heavy because like your body needs some of them right to operate it's just when those levels become saturated when the ratios are off that dysfunction starts to occur right yeah i
1: mean these elements have occurred <coughs> on earth for beginning of time so yeah um it's not it's natural to a certain degree to have some of these metals in our body and it goes back to alchemy i mean these things have been around forever um but we get into this modern day world that we have we have overloads of toxicities through different nefarious agendas if you want to get into that um but there are (laughs) yes of (laughs) course Uh, (laughs) boys. um but yeah man it's it's the overload of what we've gone to plus the depletion of the minerals in our soil so that's that's the relationship they have is when our minerals are depleted they're our best they're our best defense system against heavy metals so yeah um because what what is a mineral
0: versus a metal
1: well so they're all periodic elements you know they're all on the table um but you know there's kind of it's a hard thing to describe exactly, but a metal is something that is just in nature, not what our body utilizes for Mm -hmm. optimum health and at a level they're toxic, you know, but our minerals in the right range also can be toxic. We can get too much of a certain mineral for sure. Um, But yeah, there's just classically healthy minerals and toxic heavy metals. So I mean toxic heavy metals, famous ones, aluminum, mercury, cadmium, lead, arsenic, Um, the list kind of goes on, barium, and then minerals, classically magnesium, copper, zinc, chromium, um, sulfur, silicon, phosphorus, calcium,
0: potassium, sodium. So, yeah. Right. Uh, so, most people are deficient. They hear about you know zinc, uh, magnesium, obviously a massive one, and you know the soil quality uh, is kind of the main driver of that. I think like a lot of people even if they're eating good quality food, the food itself is devoid of the nutrients uh, that we require. So it's it's a bit of like a bit of a kick in the teeth for healthy people to realize like, yeah, I'm doing all this stuff. But like, okay, but you're still like the stuff you're eating is relatively empty compared to maybe generations before because of uh, the farming practices that occurred <coughs> or occur uh, in today's kind of... Mono, whether it's monocrops, people farming the same soil over and over again, uh, with machines and then digging everything up and then relying on, uh, fertilizers to, you know, effectively like boosting the nutrition of the soil without, you know, all of the, you know, I guess, monthly processes that would occur out in nature, like, um, you know, animals roaming through the animals, excreting, uh, dung onto the soil. And then like, you know, the undergrowth and bacteria, all kind of revamping it before another uh, crop would come through so that whole process isn't being you know mimicked in today's farms uh, even if they are organic farms and things like that so i don't know i don't know enough about the whole situation to to know whether today's current output of food is really feasible for the level of population that we have to have you know 100 percent quality full mineral rich soil and also output the food that we have um but i guess the kind of macro question is like maybe we wouldn't need as much food in terms of the volume of food that we have if the food that we were eating was more minerally rich and more nutritional uh to everyone right yeah when i mean there's
1: plenty of studies when you look at satiety <coughs> People that eat the most nutrient-dense food, they crave much less food. They need less food yep. to function. So when our bodies are mineralized properly, we don't need as many calories. Our bodies are functioning. Our mitochondria are on optimum function. Yeah, um, Those all operate based on the the channels that are all centered around minerals. So, I mean, if we look at the body like a battery, it's, it's charged up by our minerals. So mm-hmm. we need calories, obviously. Calories in, calories out. That's kind of a basic science, but it's deeper than that. When we look at energy and we look at the systems if a body doesn't have the proper minerals if the like you said the food is missing all the minerals you could eat food for days and your body's still starving
0: yeah it's true so so in terms of mitochondrial energy is probably the biggest thing that makes people feel like they have the energy like literally have the energy to do stuff uh and feel good about themselves like i know a lot of people will feel tired And think maybe that you know they're not getting enough sleep or not enough food but it's actually they don't have enough magnesium magnesium is um, one of the main drivers of uh, the mitochondrial energy kind of function so how how do people optimize their mitochondria in terms of what you understand about how the body works
1: yeah so i kind of see the mitochondria and that what i mentioned earlier about the body looking like a battery um based on the channels the potassium channels sodium channels calcium-gated channels that's how electricity is moving through our body and that's how our mitochondria function um so when your body is depleted of minerals you're probably going to feel fatigue lethargy all these kinds of things no matter what um but obviously optimizing your lifestyle grounding getting plenty of sunlight all these things are all part of the equation
0: it's all electrical energy electrical yeah so it's
1: like it's a battery it's electrical When you start looking at the body less as a chemical solution and more of like an electrical solution. So I see the electrical solution as proper mineralization, getting quality light and grounding to the earth. Mm -hmm. So when you're not getting exposed to toxic amounts of EMF, you're not leaching all your minerals, your magnesium, um, getting calcium in the wrong places, calcifying all these tissues, then your body's going to be able to utilize light, utilize energy, utilize the electricity in the system much more efficiently so so proper properly mineralizing your body magnesium i mean just even the macro minerals magnesium potassium sodium calcium those are massive things to master in your body that's why getting like proper electrolytes hydrating with not just h2o soul salts soul salts baby (laughs) yeah yeah get you some soul salts um yeah so that's that's a good place to start and then from there it gets pretty deep down the rabbit hole of you know, it's, op- it's optimal to get tested so you know which heavy metal to detoxify because, for example, aluminum is a really dull, slow, long vibration if you look at it, the wavelength of aluminum in the body. So you look at people with Parkinson's and all these new neurodegenerative diseases, their is just basically not sending electrical signals through the body efficiently. And when you look at mm-hmm. aluminum, it's blocking the signals. It's dulling the vibration of the body. So,
0: okay, so the typical conspiracy theorist... Uh, Aluminium foil hat, right. that is blocking electrical signals from entering the head, right? That's the principle of it. Um, so, aluminium in the body is doing the same thing. It's blocking those electrical signals from brain to the feet. And therefore, that is what is occurring when people can't, you know, the Parkinson's or Alzheimer's is like, they can't send those electrical signals through the nerves or whatever. And therefore, the communication of the body isn't existing right that's how it works yeah cool yeah yeah I know um, (coughs) like that's a relatively like it's increasing uh, in terms of this generation Uh, and I I don't worry but you know I'm not looking forward to seeing the you know the increasing rates of this generation you know compared to our grandparents they had you know better food or whatever and less EMFs and higher minerals and things so Um, I'm interested in, you know, how do we, at a macro level, like, what do you think we should do in terms of the way that we live our lives in cities or uh, what we can get our parents to do in terms of, like, preventing that um, neurodegeneration? Right. So one of the
1: biggest, I mean, the biggest thing to prevent neurodegeneration is preventing the heavy metals from getting into the brain. And one of the biggest things that allows heavy metals in the brain is glyphosate. Uh, oh, Roundup, yeah, yeah, yeah. so that opens the blood-brain barrier, and that allows aluminum, mercury to get into the into the brain. And I've looked at research. Once aluminum and mercury get in, I believe it's called the substantia nigra. Nigra, um, that starts to deplete your glutathione, and glutathione depletion in the brain leads to, poor Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, all these things. So when you start getting heavy metals in the brain due to eating non-organic foods, sprayed foods. Plus you're getting, everyone's getting exposed to these metals. So you have to be constantly detoxifying them through sauna, hydration, making sure you're following the foundational principles of a holistic life. So your body's, you know, pooping correctly and your detoxification pathways are open Mm. and then mineralizing your body. That's like the best way to protect yourself against heavy metals. So, I mean, even just things like shilajit and getting proper sea salts and, um, you know, getting tested and seeing what minerals you're deficient in, what metals you're toxic in. So you can develop a protocol for, each one because they each have a unique relationship. So aluminum antagonizes silicon, magnesium, and a few other minerals and sulfur. So upping your sulfur, up your, upping your silicon, upping your magnesium is going to naturally d- detoxify your body of aluminum. So and just everyone's exposed to aluminum, so that's a good thing to good thing to do. What does
0: aluminum mean? Aluminum, like what is putting aluminum into our bodies? Like in the in the world that we live in. Is it food or oh. well? Oh.
1: Well, I mean, people that cook with aluminum pots like deodorants, you know, and it's sprayed through the skies, especially yep. you live near an airport. They use it to they claim to absorb water. If you look at one aluminum ion, it absorbs, I believe, up to eight molecules of water. Yeah, so they use it proclaiming they use it to you know clear the skies near airports. So, if you live near airports, you're getting sprayed um mm. if you're using deodorant that has aluminum in it, and if you're cooking with pots and pans that have
0: aluminium foil
1: aluminium foil yeah if you're wrapping your potatoes in the oven with aluminum foil yeah those are kind of the ways that you can prevent just stopping those kind of practices and then from there you just have to detoxify yourself on a pretty consistent basis to keep yourself on a good level
0: yeah the uh kind of all of the toiletries that people use um fluoride is a mineral correct but not a good one.
1: Well, there's, so I've been kind of diving down the rabbit hole of that research. So there's a natural occurring fluoride that exists within natural waters. And I forget the exact chemical compound, but there's, there's that. And then there's the toxic byproducts that they've now convinced people that should be in their tap water for their
0: teeth. Right. The ma- so there's a the natural fluoride and then the one that they manufacture and put right. in toothpaste and things. Yeah. So what is fluoride doing in the body?
1: Well, fluoride at excessive levels, it's depleting your iodine absorption, it's screwing up your thyroid, it's just disturbing the whole endocrine system, it's calcifying your tissues, famously the pineal gland. Um, yeah, avoiding fluoride in the tap water, showering, bathing in tap water, those are the best things that you can do.
0: Mm. When, you, when it, fluoride is calcifying the pineal gland, is that calcium that it's affecting or is that just calcifying is hardening
1: with fluoride? so from my understanding the fluoride is it's just causing calcification but calcification is a pretty complex issue it's it's calcium yeah. getting into the wrong places calcium should be in our bones so yeah fluoride is through some mechanisms allowing calcium into the tissues and that's hardening the tissues and
0: glands and as we all know about tissues we want them to be soft and supple not hard right yeah yeah interesting um so specifically detoxing um I've started doing, uh, you know, increasing my zinc intake, uh, and maybe we can kind of go through the testing that we have here. Um, and then on the backend, uh, talk about what we would do for detoxing, um, the various things that are in the body. But, um, so run us through how the Oligos scan works, uh, first, and then we can kind of go through my results. So everyone be interested in that listening to that. Um, and then, yeah, also, just before we start that um my vitamin d levels last time (laughs) how how is that just for everyone at home they're the the best i've ever seen yeah (laughs) this is the magic
1: of the sunshine yeah so uh, that's my claim to fame here but
0: all right let's how does the illegal scan work and then we can talk about my levels
1: yeah so the illegal scan works through uh, what's called spectrophotometry and it is wavelengths of light that we send through the dermis on the non-dominant hand, and it's reflecting your levels in your tissues, cells, and capillaries, your blood, your blood, your blood, tissue, and cell levels of heavy metals and minerals. So, when people get blood tests and they get hair tests, they are really only seeing a potentially a short-term, a short-term understanding of what's going on in their body. Whereas when we look at the Lego scan, we're getting a long-term and cellular look into your body so what you're actually absorbing in your cells so you could have all the zinc in your bloodstream but you're not absorbing it to your cells like we talked about with cadmium cadmium is an antagonist of zinc so if you have too much cadmium in your body your body's not going to use zinc at the cellular level so that's what the illegal skin can see that blood tests and hair tests can't see not the blood tests and hair tests are inaccurate it's just the illegal skin gives us a little bit of a deeper look into the body
0: and why does it use the hand
1: the hand it's the most um, accessible tissue that is, basically the gold standard would be a biopsy of tissue, but obviously right. that's not gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's basically our best access into seeing tissue levels. Cool. Um, yeah. And the non-dominant hand we use because you use your non-dominant hand less, therefore the lymph lymph is less moving, mm. moving less, and so we see a little bit more of the toxicity that's actually
0: going on in your whole body. Cool. So for anyone uh that has cacao regularly uh, i would probably either get a test done to check your cadmium levels but for me my zinc was lower because my cadmium was so high uh, as ben mentioned that they operate antagonistically Um, so because i was having cacao most days in some form whether i was eating chocolate or i would have the cacao powder in the morning uh, i was having that you know not every day but you know every other day or something like that uh that was reducing my zinc levels even though i was taking zinc in uh the cadmium was blocking that so that was a, a really interesting thing for me so i've reduced my cacao intake uh since and my zinc has improved because of that
1: right yeah so i mean it's that's kind of the formula is you want to reduce your exposure to these metals and then you also want to upregulate what minerals you're not absorbing and those will push out those heavy metals so that's how it works if it's cadmium block zinc zinc will also push out cadmium so it's yeah. just it's kind of the teeter totter um but yeah it's um he looked he looked good other than that he's
0: a he's a healthy man so yeah cool so let's go through them um what do we have here calcium so i i have raw milk a lot of the time which is probably the, like would you say the best source of calcium right that's what people yeah. say about drinking milk but yeah if someone's dairy free what would they have well, a lot of people argue that
1: there's plenty of calcium in foods, even in plant foods. Um, it's a debatable topic. Uh, I definitely right. would add it. I tend to tell people to take, you know, get raw dairy in their diet for calcium. Yeah. Um, but if not, you, just, you definitely want to get enough K2. You want to get enough magnesium. You want to get enough vitamin D from the sun so your body's actually using the calcium in your body. But okay. getting a source of calcium is, is very
0: important for many, mm-hmm. many, many functions. So magnesium, uh, I'm a little low, ideally. I take it most days, but uh, sometimes I forget. I only take it at night before bed. Uh, I have, for me, I have magnesium glycinate, um, probably close to a, a gram a day, if I remember. And also have magnesium chloride flakes, which I dissolve in filtered water and then have a spray bottle and it's like super saturated. So as much magnesium chloride as I can get in there, that'll dissolve. Uh, and then I spray that on my skin to absorb it subdermally as well. Uh, and then the other magnesium I take, uh, I've run out of it recently. But I know this is the one you have as well is Magnesium Breakthrough by Bioptimizers. By There's like really good product uh, has a whole bunch of different magnesiums in it. Uh, and then we also had before the podcast Magnesium L three 8 I said that correctly. Uh, and that is the only, uh, as Ben told me, the only form of magnesium that crosses the blood brain barrier uh, which is pretty interesting um so any other forms magnesium you would recommend or p- for people to avoid and what do you take to avoid uh citrate and oxide are usually
1: not the best um but magnesium magnesium breakthrough is great uh, magnesium glycinate is great i use that's what I use. I use magnesium breakthrough i get magnesium l3 and 8 for my brain then I get topical magnesium and I do that a.m. and p.m. I try to avoid magnesium during the day because there's research that it competes with vitamin D absorption. Oh. So I just load my body up in the morning topically and then I take the magnesium L3 and 8 in the morning and then I load myself up that night with magnesium breakthrough and a little bit more topical before bed. Cool. Um, yeah it's 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 crucial and with all the EMFs the soil depletion getting enough magnesium is difficult but supplementation is key. So yeah
0: yeah. EMFs lower uh magnesium how so it's to do with the calcium channels the what emfs do is they emfs meaning electromagnetic fields so that's wi-fi uh phone signals and all the other kind of electrical fields that we are naturally a part of if we're in a built-up area right Correct. Yeah. And
1: there's non. So that's non-native EMF. So we have native EMFs like the sun and right. the Schumann resonance of the earth and all these kinds of things. So electromagnetic fields are natural. We're electromagnetic beings. Yeah. Um, but the non-native EMF of Wi-Fi, of cell towers, um, all those things, they open the calcium channels and they leach magnesium. So it's it's kind of a complex chemical cocktail you got going on but basically the more emfs you're exposed to the more you're leaching magnesium it's a stress on the
0: body it's a stress and, and magnesium it, is right. a stress Anytime
1: you're stressed it's you're going to deplete your body of magnesium it's the first mineral to go when you get stressed yeah and it's responsible for most people say 300 but it's actually 3,700 enzymes in the body
0: sheesh yeah is that all of them pretty much <laughs> and they're
1: still discovering more all the time so right, right 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 so that's the thing with that's the thing i forgot to mention with minerals is basically every enzyme in the body which is how every hormone is created
0: is all mineral dependent especially magnesium so so enzymes um it's kind of like i discovered about enzymes in terms of like eating cooked food versus raw food raw food contains enzymes so when you're eating it uh you are you know topping up your enzymatic levels and also you have the enzymes that will help break down that food uh already in the food when you eat cooked food because the heat denatures enzymes you are eating cooked food and then you need enzymes to break down that food and there is none in the food if it's cooked so your body has to produce or i guess use those enzymes that are already within the body when you have to do that you have less enzymes left over for running all the critical bodily processes that occur because enzymes you know affect All of the little things that your body does in every little cell. Um, So, I have kind of made the switch to eating more raw foods, raw meat, raw eggs, um, raw dairy, raw milk, non pasteurized stuff. And, uh, you know, fruit is raw, uh, vegetables, you know, carrots and things you can have raw. But even the meats that I do have cooked, I'll cook the outside, you know, have it rare if I have it. Uh, so i think that's like a a massive one in at least in western culture that we are cooking everything um some things i think the nutrition is better if you're cooked because you're like like especially like fibrous vegetables and things that like if they're exposed to heat uh, our body has a better time digesting them but if you're only eating cooked food all the time you cook your eggs you burn your toast um then you have you know cooked rice not that you can eat raw rice but you know Most people have lunch, it's all cooked, dinner, the chicken's overcooked because you don't have undercooked chicken or like raw meat's bad for you, it's unsafe, you're going to have all these things. Raw eggs, you know, salmonella is kind of the fear-based messaging around it. So I think a lot of, uh, and so I've read, the issues with Western uh, disease is because of that lack of enzymes. And now you've kind of, another switch has gone off in terms of like the minerals... Uh, what allow the enzymes to be is it created or how does that kind of relation work
1: so there, are i mean enzymes are super complex i mean they really are like the basis of a lot of life really in our bodies and on the planet yeah um and yeah so what you were mentioning is super important making sure you're getting plenty of enzymes in your body so your body's not leaching enzymes to you know digest your food and all these kinds of things but also enzymes are very vast you know there's like there's mineral so basically they're mineral dependent. So there's not just minerals that create the enzymes There's yeah. all kinds of functions But without the minerals they can't they can't be present in the body. So you have things like The one a big hot one right now is surreal It's dependent on copper Magnesium and retinol vitamin A mm-hmm. and that's what's gonna help your body actually utilize iron So if you get everyone has a ton of iron in their body and that's we'll get into parasites But parasites feed on iron. Yeah, and it also makes you an antenna for EMF, which we'll also get into Yeah um, but basically, if you don't have enough copper in your body, you don't have enough magnesium in your body, you don't have enough zinc in your body, enough sulfur. For example, glutathione is a very famous one. That's an enzyme. That's a, that's a sulfur-dependent enzyme it's dependent on a bunch of minerals. So if you don't have these minerals, you're not producing these enzymatic reactions that detoxify the body of heavy metals, um, do all kinds of functions in the body. So when I say they're mineral-dependent, it's just if the minerals aren't present in enough quantity, your body can't make these enzymes.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah since learning that stuff about enzymes i take uh, again by optimizers they have a really good enzyme product with every meal that i have uh and i will say that it's gone uh like when i have the enzymes it's like noticeable how you know not that i ever really got bloated myself personally uh with food because i've always eaten pretty well but it's like i'll eat with the enzymes and then 20 minutes later it's like i haven't eaten like i'm not sitting there like full stomach or whatever it's just like it feels like i'm it's assimilating really really well when i have them uh, even if i do have the cooked food so yeah. have a, more raw foods uh I, I, it's like it's super obvious how your body processes these things uh because you can slam eight raw eggs you know if you're a legend eating eight like cooked eggs is a lot harder and like you feel like oh a little bit full after you have like a full eight properly cooked eggs so it's just like same with cooked steaks if it's a well-done steak it's like a lot heavier on the body like you have to chew it a lot more it doesn't feel as good eating so like i just take that same principle like you okay a well-done steak is you can't really process it as well it's chewy it's it's not it doesn't feel as good to eat so therefore the opposite of that must be the best you know if I'm not eating raw meat all the time. I do eat it uh, sometimes, you know. People have like a a block, I think, against eating raw meat and they think it's like bad or whatever. But beef tartare is a thing that's kind of served in, you know, Europe more often. But that's literally just raw uh, minced beef or ground beef, uh, usually with like a raw egg yolk as well. That's a superfood, you know. Um, so, yeah, enzymes, interesting little uh, side topic there. But... So that was magnesium, probably the most important mineral to kind of top up, would you say?
1: Yeah, definitely. I I would say magnesium is probably the most, one of the most talked about, but definitely one of the most important to optimize through supplementation. That is uh, because it's pretty much impossible to get enough through your diet.
0: Yeah. What else do we have here? We've got phosphorus, yeah. which is something that I should be taking, but I've forgotten about it, right?
1: Well, phosphorus is not its not a common supplement. You, it's uh, oh, so no, Sorry, I'll, that was sulfur, but anyway, sulfur, phosphorus. Yeah, what's, yeah.
0: what's phosphorus doing? So
1: phosphorus is one of the biggest minerals in our body. It's mostly used for our bones, our bone health. Uh, also ATP, adenosine, triphosphate, the energy of our cells. That's phosphorus dependent. Um, super crucial mineral, pretty abundant animal foods, organ meats, Raw dairy, all those kinds of things. Um, I don't think you're deficient. Most people show up deficient in phosphorus on the scan. Um again, that goes back to why we it's testing the cell it's cell levels. So yep. you're not seeing what's in your bones and all those kinds of things. Right. All right, and then we got silicon. So silicon's a super interesting mineral. Uh that's one that I mentioned earlier, that aluminum is directly antagonizing, so most people have low silicon because they have high aluminum mm-hmm. and silicon is a super important mineral for connective tissue for your skin health for your gut for autoimmune conditions all these kinds of things are silicon is a silicon
0: silica is a super crucial mineral sodium this one is um I think a lot of people is, is there a difference between like processed table salt sodium and like a good sea salt natural sea salt sodium like how does that difference work and what should people sh- people in general should be having more salt um than they do i think but salt doesn't mean the processed table salt with like all the other preservatives and things in it like you need more high quality sea salt uh so yeah how how is sodium work in the body i know it's very good for Muscular endurance, um, obviously the soul salts um, are a natural electrolyte which like hydrate you Um, I find I can you know go for further in the gym if I'm actually hydrating with salt rather than just water Yeah, so the the sodium is
1: getting the water into your cells So you're actually hydrating the cells as opposed to just pouring h2o through your body Which is actually gonna probably deplete you I believe it's called neutral Uh, I'm going to forget the chemical name, but there's a name for when you have depleted sodium in the body and it's like fatal. So sodium is super
0: critical. Yeah. That's how people overdose on water. Right. Right. Like, yeah, they, it's not like they're not drowning themselves through drinking, but they deplete so much sodium because they have so much water passing through their body that, uh, yeah, the sodium leaves their body and then they can't. Uh, Move their muscles, and the cells just kind of like shrink or something. Like what? Yeah, I'm forgetting the term for the what happens when your body becomes that depleted of sodium.
1: But it's it's vital for every system to get hydration into the cells. Uh, Obviously, it works in conjunction with potassium, all the electrolytes. Uh, But getting enough, getting enough sodium. So sodium, I mean sodium chloride. So if you just get like a shitty table salt. You're still getting sodium chloride, but you're not getting all those trace elements that are in a natural Mm. sea salt. So when you get a natural sea salt, that's... I mean, when we see everything in nature is a complex. So you want, you know, whole foods. That's why whole foods, you know, you want to start everything with whole foods. You know, we get into the stuff that nowadays that foods aren't minerally rich enough. We have to do some supplementation, but ideally you're getting everything in a complex so you you get the sodium chloride with all the different minerals and trace elements so it's your body recognizes it and can
0: utilize it better yeah it's like vitamin c people like yeah vitamin c is good um but the isolated form of vitamin c ascorbic acid which is in uh, like a lot of supplements um is just the outer shell of the vitamin c uh, molecule itself but then also it's it doesn't it's just not going to have the same effect in your body as eating oranges or something like that which is you know good form of vitamin c so yeah you can carry that principle through to pretty much everything definitely another thing i forgot if you want to check out uh, r- really
1: good research on salt the uh, james de nicolantonio um i forget his name on instagram but he's got a book called the salt fix and that's got all the research and how important salt is and why people should be salting their food salting their water yeah um, all these functions
0: of the body especially the adrenal glands are super dependent on sodium so yeah you know, i there's a recent thing on Twitter where one of my friends, um, she posted about, uh, you know, carbonated water dehydrating you like sparkling water dehydrating you. And there was like a bit of a, Oh my God, how can you say that drinking water dehydrates you? And it's like, okay, but let's think about this. You know, if the carbonated water doesn't have the right amount of minerals or carbonated water itself is acidic, like literally like just drinking tap water or, water without the appropriate minerals can via that mechanism we kind of just discussed dehydrate the actual cells yeah there's water in your body but hydration is about the water and minerals that are inside the cells and that can occur so the quality of the water and the amount of electrolytes in the water is so important to hydration it's not as simple as just eating water drinking water definitely yeah Yeah. that's what's cool about
1: the illegal scans we're actually seeing what's getting into your cells yeah Um, so that's another thing i can mention with sodium and potassium when you have aluminum toxicity in your body it's disrupting that sodium potassium balance extracellularly to intracellular so that's going to disrupt your hydration of your cells Mm. um so that's you know going to be a massive stress on your system not being properly hydrated so that's another reason why protecting yourself from aluminum is crucial
0: and the water in your cells hydration is going to affect that electrical energy as well right correct because water is a conductor of electrical energy Definitely. Cool. Uh, what else do we have here?
1: Next, we've got copper and zinc. So these are mm. pretty common ones to mention together. Uh, everyone's pretty into the balance of zinc and copper. Uh, there's some pretty interesting work. There's a guy named Jason Hommel. He's a little bit of a berserker. He's up to mega dosing copper of like 100 milligrams a day. Basically just trying to prove people that copper is not toxic. Uh, there's been a lot of research over the last... 50 years or however long the copper causes schizophrenia and causes all these pretty horrific conditions and so people have been very anti-copper so they've been you know taking crazy amounts of zinc ascorbic acid those things leach copper from the body and copper is actually a crucial crucial element um like i was mentioning the enzymatic dependent the mineral dependent enzymes you have superoxide dismutase copper produces that it produces cyriloplasm It's like one of the most crucial minerals we can have in our body. It's why eating liver is so important, eating good organ meats um bee pollen good bee products those are super rich in copper really yeah cool super super good for the body uh copper is super important you do want it to be in balance with zinc because they do have a uh, an interesting relationship to each other each other. copper will deplete zinc at high levels and zinc will deplete copper at high levels so you want to get the right balance but you look in nature you look at liver you look at oysters they have an interesting they have, nature pretty much shows us like the ratio that our body needs of copper to zinc yeah um and so those those are also two that are super important in producing the enzymes that detoxify metals from our body. So gonna like mentioned, superoxide dismutase. Zinc produces something called metallothionine. Um, you've got all different... Getting the iron in the proper places with seroplasm, that's super important. So um, zinc and copper are super crucial. Eating organ meats, eating oysters, getting good muscle meat for zinc. Um, bee products, super crucial. Um, what yeah. about
0: uh, drinking from copper, like mugs or water bottles does that like give you a good amount of copper in the water
1: that'll definitely yeah it'll it'll infuse the water with some copper and it's also like a there's a charge to copper that is like super super healing for it's like destroys pathogens in the body it's super antimicrobial that's why people use copper for antimicrobial effects yeah Uh, it's super powerful in that way So, yeah, using copper water bottles, that's a thing. People take, you know, copper foot baths, stuff like that. So, Mm. yeah.
0: Cool. And then next we got iron. Iron is, I think you might have mentioned it before, like everyone has high iron because like a lot of the grains and cereals and things that some of us might have had when we were kids is uh, iron fortified because the logic there was that we need iron for blood health. Is right. that the, well, yeah, I mean, iron carries
1: oxygen through the body. It's a super crucial mineral, but we would just want it. We only want it in certain places. We only want, like, we don't want it just floating around the body. So that's another thing that heavy metals do is there's these, there's these compounds in the body called iron sulfur clusters. And when you get heavy metals, toxic, heavy metals at a toxic, toxic load, you're disrupting those clusters and you're busting those open and you get fr- what's called free iron, which is like one of the most... Or oxidizing compounds in the body. So you're yep. getting basically rusting inside of your body Which is wow. huge amounts of inflammation huge amounts of oxidative stress So you want the iron in the proper places and you don't want too much heavy metals because that's gonna destroy What's going on with iron in your body? But iron is a crucial mineral, but you want enough copper you want enough retinol vitamin A So you're getting the copper in the r- or the iron in the right places. Yeah, so cool
0: And how do people get rid of iron? Well, so there's
1: kind of a if you want to look at like matt blackburn um he's or Morley Robbins as well they have different protocols for decreasing iron overload uh, mobilizing the iron with plenty of retinol copper magnesium, and you can do blood donations that's been that's kind of been a, a big hype in the health world lately
0: um yeah, a lot of girls will have low iron though right, right? is that an issue with they have low iron in the body or low iron in the cells that's creating that? Or is it something else? I would say it could be a little bit
1: of both. I mean, you know, I, most people do have overload of iron th- because of the fortifying fortification program. Um, but you do want you want heme iron that you get from animal foods, from liver, from meat. You know, you want the raw, proper form of iron in the body. You also need plenty of retinol and copper to get it into the right places. So if you have a girl who's anemic you want to up her retinol. You want to up her copper. And then if she's not eating animal food, she's vegan or something. You probably, Usually the case. Yeah. yeah. You're probably are not getting enough correct iron, which is the heme iron. So, yeah. Yeah. Very good. Go <clears> to <throat> chromium. manganese. Yeah, manganese is a super important mineral. Uh, it's a trace mineral, a trace element. So a lot of functions. Um, you get plenty. Most people are not deficient in that mm-hmm boron uh, is a pretty important one yeah boron testosterone yeah for so it it's called sex hormone binding globulin and boron reduces that in people so that you can have more free testosterone so and it balances your hormones through that pathway cool. um super crucial mineral also really good for detoxifying fluoride so that's a great that's that's kind of the protocol you do for detoxifying fluoride is iodine, boron and copper. Those are the three minerals to detoxify fluoride from the body and yeah, boron's a, a great mineral I take that almost every day. Mm-hmm. So. What do you take? Uh I take the liquid form, I believe it's like Trace, the company's Trace and I I think it's the same one you have for zinc, right. zinc copper and um yeah, I just take that usually after
0: my workouts. I put it in some raw milk and just drink it. So Nice. Yeah yeah boron is um is an interesting one i i wrote a thread on it it's actually i think super preventative against arthritis Mm. um not particularly sure how that works as such but there was a guy uh, i wish i could remember his name a scientist um maybe you can find it googling like hidden pharmacist boron arthritis cure something like that but basically boron is a natural salt and uh, the, the way it occurs, uh, in the earth. Um, just like a mineral. And this guy found out that through boron supplementation, he was able to kind of effectively like cure arthritis and he had his work kind of like attacked, vilified all of this because the pharmaceutical companies couldn't profit off boron. Um, So that is probably something that if you're interested in that or have older parents or grandparents that have arthritis problems that they're probably deficient in boron, uh, to, to look at supplementing, uh, just an interesting thing that I have kind of researched before. Yeah, that's, uh, so it has, it has an effect on the bone matrix, like creating
1: the bone matrix in the body and reducing inflammation. It's actually been a huge, I forgot, we didn't mention that, but, uh. I've had, these minerals have been an uh, interesting part of my journey, healing my bones and stuff. I had a, quite the experience about a year ago. Um, so boron's a it's a great one for healing the bones and healing the joints as well. So
0: what happened? <laughs> what <laughs> happened?
1: Yeah. Um, I had a proper fall and fell about 35, 40 feet out in nature and fell like directly onto my two, my two feet and, uh, did you, did you try and stick the landing? Oh man, I tried, I tried hard. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get it. Um, yeah, shattered both, both the feet and the force just went right through my body and shattered, I believe T, T10 in my spine. And yeah, I was, uh, about an eighth of a centimeter from being, uh, being paralyzed, not, not walking again. And it was a, it was a long journey, five months in a wheelchair and I sat with, I sat with God for a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, uh, been a crazy journey and, um, it's taught me a lot about even the minerals and stuff like that, how crazy they are with healing our body and healing our systems. And, um, yeah, it's, it's been, it's been a crazy journey and, uh, yeah, I just shared that on my Instagram for the first time. I wasn't planning on it, but, yeah. um, yeah, it's, uh, it's taught me a lot and it's meant to happen, meant to happen. Definitely. Yeah. It was, uh, no accidents, I believe. And yeah, it's, uh, super interesting so what were you doing the fall 40 feet i just it was a freak thing i slipped out in the wrong wrong were place. hiking and I mean, yeah, hiking like climbing a, yeah okay kind of a little bit of both yeah yeah just scrambling over some rocks yeah you know what did that feel
0: like when you're in free fall was it like <laughs> it was do you have time to think about it or no man it's it quick <laughs>
1: um yeah dude it's it's pretty much shocking yeah, I uh I kind of entered a little bit of like a spiritual experience after that and mm. um was kind of in one already and yes, yeah, so it, it was it was it kind of like pushed me out of my body immediately and then I was just I was just kind of watching the whole thing yeah. happen just like it was like yeah, it was like it was a very interesting experience of like uh, like I was pretty much completely separate from my physical body for the first time in my life yeah i was like whoa i'm not my body this is super." but i wasn't thinking about that i was just literally watching it like a movie yeah and i was just kind of like watching the whole the whole thing you know it's like i think the amount of pain just like was intolerable so my consciousness is just like exited for a time yeah that's helpful yeah (laughs) i thought we could do that i'm piecing out (laughs) (laughs) see
0: for a second um that's great yeah like we said, meant to happen um, what else do we have here? probably iodine, selenium, and yeah. sulfur that we can mention
1: yeah iodine selenium are super super proper um important combination for the thyroid. Uh, a lot of people have like Hashimoto's thyroid or hypothyroidism um usually super deficient in iodine and selenium, and a lot of people are deficient in iodine I mean there's a lot of research when you look at like iq in children i mean that's also something to do with fluoride because fluoride depletes iodine um but like the decrease in iq is pretty wild and so yeah. iodine is an interesting mineral uh, most people are deficient nowadays I and mean, i think even the world health organization even though they're a little questionable yeah um, <laughs> they do have some studies out of like worldwide how many people are deficient in iodine it's pretty pretty wild um yeah personally i've been taking pretty like solid doses of iodine for the past three or four months and i've had great results so mm. um it can defi- you notice i mean you've definitely i definitely noticed some detoxification effects at first um, but overall just like mental clarity sleep improvement um dreams um just function just better function in my brain cognition all these kinds of things yeah um it's actually a really good like cleanser of the lymph system which is super interesting um that's why i feel like i've noticed like just overall like my immune system has cleared a lot of pathogens and kind of like loads of viruses and different things like that yeah i'm um, taking pretty big dose like 40 up to 40 milligrams a day um that is a big dose yeah i've been doing the lugol solution which is a little different uh, i think you've been you told me you're doing the nascent iodine yeah, from yeah. global healing that's a good one i've used that as well uh, it is a powerful compound and you always want to make sure you have proper selenium in your body before you start taking iodine. So mm-hmm. you want to up your selenium first for maybe like a month or two for selenium. I always recommend it's called seleno XL. It's a, it's a yeast. So it's, it's more bioavailable to the body. kind of recognizes it almost like a food. Yeah. Um, so I take like two to 400 micrograms of that or daily, you can take up to a gram of it. And then after a while, yeah, try some iodine. Great for the pineal gland, great for detoxification of fluoride, uh, super critical mineral for the body.
0: Yeah, iodine as well can be used as a natural fake tan because it has that like brown color. And uh, yeah, it just gives your skin a little bit of color. And then you also absorb it uh, subdermally as well. So it's just a different way to take it. It's pretty interesting.
1: Yeah, transdermal, taking minerals transdermally is one of the best ways to absorb almost all of them. So a lot of people are doing copper topically.
0: Um, Yeah, all that stuff, iodine, magnesium. So and i know sulfur is in some like uh muscle rubs and like joint creams and things like that so is that yeah. sulfur just absorbing subdermally as yeah well?
1: yeah a lot of people put msm in those magnesium chloride uh topical topical supplements yeah Um super good sulfur is like our kind of our foundation of our body's ability to detox by heavy metals because of the enzymes it produce like glutathione and all these different detox uh pathways and um Sulfur is just super critical. I'd recommend most people take. what's called MSM. It's just pure MSM. Uh, it's just pure sulfur, basically, and it's going to increase your body's ability to detox and also super healing for your joints and your skin and um, a lot of different functions. So sulfur is, like, critical for both phases of detoxification in your liver. Sweet.
0: Well, yeah. Um, I think that this about does it. Is there anything you want to mention about this illegal scan before we move on? Um, no,
1: I think that's mentioned it in intracellular levels, uh, as opposed to what you're gonna see on a blood and hair test. Um, yeah, you're gonna get about ten to twelve heavy metals and about fifteen minerals, trace elements, also some vitamins, vitamin A, B six, B nine, B twelve, vitamin C, vitamin D, and vitamin E. Um yeah.
0: My heavy metal's pretty good. Yeah. Look look pretty, pretty solid, the, he's got a little higher.
1: So there's in the high plus, nothing's in excess. So there's so we have in the ranges we have normal, high minus, high plus, and excess. The first time I tested him, he was in excess with cadmium, but that's gone down significantly in just a short amount of time. Since (laughs)
0: stopping cacao,
1: taking a little break. But aluminum is pretty high in most people. There's a pretty common pattern for most people in our modern world: aluminum and barium. Those are usually going to be in most people. Uh, mercury, depending on what you're eating, what you're exposed to, how good your detox pathways are, uh, how how healthy you are. I mean, obviously, you're a healthy man, so you're, you're, it seems like your body's processing all this stuff well. But you look at someone who's been... And the thing with heavy metals is they bioaccumulate. So if you test someone who's a little older, who hasn't been taking care of themselves, they'll have multiple, multiple heavy metals in the red and the excess. Mm. Um, so that's really important to be preventative with the heavy metals to get your body detox filling on a consistent basis so you're not going to bioaccumulate and eventually, like we talked about, get into the neurodegenerative illness like Parkinson's and Alzheimer's yeah. and stuff like that.
0: It's harder to detox when you're older? Hard. I mean, yeah, you're older. Harder you're, to do everything. Right yeah, there. harder to do
1: everything. So And it's just, yeah, good to start when you're young. So even if you know you're just into bodybuilding and whatever i mean this is still op- optimizing your minerals is still going to be improve your your performance and you want to prevent this for you know your health when you're older you know obviously i mean that's my perspective is everything should be done from a health perspective you know you don't want to just put on muscle for nothing you know you yeah, want to yeah. like approach everything from a holistic holistic approach
0: so yeah i so always say like the healthier you are the more the higher your capacity for your body to put on muscle right like that's just how it works. Like more nutrition you have in the body like there isn't something that will make you healthier like people people think that you have to sacrifice your health in order to uh get bigger and that's true for the kind of upper echelons of bodybuilding where like you're constantly eating it's not too good for your digestive system um you know the pressure on your joints and things is, is not really like Uh, conducive to like long-term hip health if you're heavy squatting and deadlifting all the time Uh, but generally for most people for most cases you know I'd say 95% of cases the healthier you are and the better you take care of your body the higher the your capacity that even if you want to get if you just just want to get big you don't really care about your health it helps you to be healthier because then your body has more of a capacity to commit that energy to building muscle and like it doesn't have to direct energy to uh repairing all the other things that are going wrong in your body.
1: That's the
0: the legend uh Eugene Sando. He said that uh, mm-hmm. you can only be as
1: like sh- believe you can only be as strong as your organs and glands are healthy or something like that. You know? Cool. So yeah, just approaching that. I mean yeah, the healthier you are, the better your minerals are, all these things, the better your hormones are gonna be, the better your sleep's gonna be. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the more you're gonna put on muscle.
0: More testosterone, uh, more muscle. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Simple stuff. Simple stuff. Alright, well let's talk about parasites. Uh, You mentioned something before, which was interesting to me, is that parasites basically feed on these heavy metals. Uh, So does that mean that they are more attracted to people that have higher heavy metals and possibly like they remain there for longer or propagate higher because they have a higher food supply in a way? Or like how how do parasites interact with heavy metals?
1: Yeah, so I mean, basically... Parasites are garbage collectors, so in, in nature, you know, you're if you're an unhealthy, you fall below the line of vitality to provide for the tribe, to, you know, propagate your species, um, you're going to attract things to decompose you, basically. So in our modern world, people that are toxic, that aren't detoxifying, that are basically a toxic soup, their body needs these parasites to hold on to these toxins for them because they can't handle them. So even, with can- mm. even if you get into things like cancer, it's still the body trying to be to protect itself you know people are like oh fuck cancer but it's like well why It's like why is it even there?" It's actually the body being extremely intelligent trying to protect its organs so it's the same thing with parasites you get in it's basically it's holding these toxins that your body can't deal with naturally so uh-huh. in parasites you have what i from my research eight times their body weight they hold in heavy metals yeah. and heavy metals are one of the most they're, i mean there's plenty of toxins in our reality but heavy metals are very common and it's something that our body has a really tough time dealing with, especially if you're not properly mineralized, you're not living a proper lifestyle, all these kinds of things. So you accumulate these heavy metals, you accumulate toxins, you then you start to accumulate these parasites. And the parasites, they feed on heavy metals, they feed on iron. And it's a, it's a whole concoction with the parasites and the EMF. And basically, you become toxic with heavy metals, you become an antenna to the EMF. Mm-hmm. And your body is basically just like in a constant state of distortion and the parasites are just running rampant at that point so Mm -hmm. they're feeding on the heavy metals they feed on iron so when you when you kill parasites and you don't address heavy metals you're just going to make yourself worse because you kill the parasites you kill the fungus and you just release all those toxins back into your system And people are like oh i'm healing i'm having a The Herxheimer effect, Mm. but really what's happening is your body's just becoming extremely overloaded with toxins And then a month later two months later You'll have a parasite infection again because your body needs those parasites to hold those heavy metals and toxins So addressing toxicity first and then do the parasite cleanse in an intentional way Um, My protocols are usually around the full moon is when parasites are most active. They operate on the lunar cycle you take killing herbs like such as garlic black walnut uh wormwood clove those kinds of things and then i take a a grabber which is called mimosa mimosa seed. at the same time and you go back and forth between those for five to seven days around the full moons you could do it for a couple months in a row and that's that's been my protocol with that but you have to be addressing your detox pathways you got to be sleeping as well as you can getting in the sauna um, be taking care of your heavy metals and your minerals at the same time or else your body's just going to become overloaded again and you're probably going to make yourself worse than you were before so
0: wow so what happened when you got rid of those parasites
1: yeah i've had a crazy i, I started that's kind of a big part of my health journey is i started i got really into parasites because i went through a, a whole dark night of the soul when i was about 19 years old and um through an acupuncturist he kind of educated me about parasites and how they can literally like control your mind because i went through a a, a an experience where i was like outside myself like just what happened <laughs> What happened? uh i mean it, it started with some different things when i went to college and just you know just stress and tough times but then eventually like my mind and psyche just kind of began to break down and i kind of just became disillusioned to my own reality and i on a spiritual level i think there was a lot going on as well um but yeah i went through three months of just like low-key like legitimate psychosis just like mm. couldn't sleep like just total dark night of the soul yeah and so eventually that led me to getting into parasites and i was like well okay what's going on? so i started doing these parasite cleanses, and i started seeing stuff coming out and so it kind of gave me a, a freedom like a liberation of like oh there's something in my it's body not me, it's yeah it's not things, yeah, yeah yeah which i think is super important people kind of in you know in western culture like oh it's all in your head it's like definitely not 100% not (laughs) like I mean I've seen a lot of parasites come out of my uh, my body and it's they're for real and but why they're there is is super important to address which I didn't get into till after Mm -hmm. so I was just over and over killing parasites killing parasites and I was taking care of myself trying to eat well and exercise and sleep you know all the foundation principles but um yeah I, I went through about probably about a year and a half of just doing a lot of parasite cleanses. And, and I think what I came to is that addressing heavy metals and minerals is much more effective approach at, with doing like really targeted and intentional parasite cleanses. So you're not just killing all the time. And I think getting in that relationship with your body where you're just, you're always in this relationship, like I'm killing something in my body. It's it's an energy that I don't think is very healthy um, right. because your body is attracting those things for a reason. So yeah. you want, you got to be mindful and i think parasite cleanses have their place but again addressing heavy metals minerals in your body is what i would say the foundation of that whole complex is also are, the,
0: are the parasites like would they not happen if you weren't ever eating things with eggs or parasites in them like they have to come from somewhere right like even if your body has the heavy metals or like how does that yeah, work yeah. or water like what
1: yeah we're all exposed to parasites i mean no matter how healthy you are but if you're healthy and your body doesn't you know you're not a host they'll just pass right through you right you know you won't develop an infection because everyone has the healthiest people will still have parasites in their body yeah um but they're not going to become black pill (laughs)
0: it's a black pill yeah yeah knowing that yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah. it's like you're not supposed to be completely and i think that's part of the whole germ germ mindset like believing like oh our body should be completely clean of all quote-unquote bad bacteria but you need like eight, like fifteen percent bad quote unquote pathogenic bacteria in your gut to keep your immune system healthy. So you need like eighty five percent right. good, fifteen percent bad. So those fifteen percent quote unquote bad are keeping you strong, keeping you healthy. Mm. Um, when go down the rabbit hole, I kind of see parasites as like manifestation of demons. Uh, Please, because I've
0: I've read that as well. Is that, um, yeah, at a macro level, as we know, parasites can. Uh, control animals like quite literally control their minds, whether to get them to you know attack other animals so they can spread to another host, or you know there's there's parasites that will infect ants or other insects, then will literally control them to go to uh, like crawl up the highest leaf they can find, and then this um, this parasite will kind of explode out of the head of these insects. And then release spores to go and infect something else. So it's, I know you know there's the toxoplasmosis, which is in cat dung uh, that some humans are exposed to if they have a lot of cats or just one cat. And we know that that toxoplasmosis has been shown to make people more aggressive and more like uh, risk taking and things like that. So it's quite literally like parasites can affect how we operate on a day-to-day basis and you know at a macro level things like glyphosate which impact our ability to kind of deal with these things um i think that there's definitely something to the macro level of society being controlled by parasite host demon things yeah (laughs) so what's your take on that yeah i oh wait sorry i'll just give give you another point to go off um and this is why fasting i think is considered spiritual is because when you fast you stop giving the parasites in your body food or sugars to feed off which kills them then they pass through and that itself is like why fasting is considered spiritual because the demons inside you can't uh, feed themselves anymore definitely so yeah what do you think about all that yeah i would say
1: I mean, I've noticed. Don't hold back. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, just from my own experience, like when I've I've gone through parasite cleanses. I mean, when you're killing them, it's like there's like it's like you're in a little spiritual war. Like it's Mm. like the the thoughts are crazy. Like it's it's super interesting. And I've done like three day fast. I've done a five day fast, and it is super interesting. Like what you feel like clears in your consciousness. I mean, even just those thoughts that you have in the back of your mind, like. Sometimes, if you're, you know, whatever, it's like you think you're just going through a tough time. But, like, l- quite literally, from my experience, those are like parasites fucking with you. Yeah. And they, they eat your serotonin. I, I'm not a huge. I mean, there's a lot of re- articles just came out about how serotonin's not the whole thing about mental health, which I believe as well. Um, but they do. They eat your serotonin. They fuck up your neurotransmitters. They just, you know, they wreak havoc. And they literally, I have experienced from my, my journey that they can manifest as very negative thought patterns very seemingly demonic energies and i've i think on like a energetic level you look at our physical body and our energetic body they're they kind of mirror each other like if someone's really sick physically they're like etheric body they're you know these they're whatever you want to call that Mm. they are going to be they probably have holes so like i guess how i see it is like there's an energy there's a resonance parasites resonate on fear they resonate on more of like the, the lower energies, the demonic energies. Yeah. And so Guilt, shame. Yeah. Right. So there's to a degree hundred percent. And so, you know, it's like, you have to heal on all these levels, you know, if you're not fixing your emotions, if you're not fixing, you know, your diet and your minerals and your heavy metals, like you're still going to have parasites, but like it is just, it's, it's wild. Like <laughs> when you look at people, it's like, how much are they really operating in their own mm. faculties? Like, are they being controlled by, I mean, I mean, they're, Programmed, they're sick, they're toxic, they have parasites. I mean, it's the whole thing, and I went through all that, like realizing, like, whoa, it's not me. Yeah, like, uh, the truth of who I am is beyond all this shit. Like, yeah, uh, and that, that's so liberating for people, which I think yeah. is like people need to hear that that they're not fucking crazy. Like they've been programmed, they've been poisoned. Yeah, and then you take responsibility for that. You're not a victim. Yeah, but you like that's why we, we do what we do. Like we're trying to help people get healthy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, it's I, I definitely see them as like a physical manifestation of uh, a dark force for sure um, mm. and I would say the same thing about heavy metals I, I think that's there's no coincidence why they put them in certain medical treatments yep um, you know from a young age kids getting loaded up with these metals at a neurotoxic uh, at birth, level much. Yeah. yeah yeah I mean uh, neurotoxic levels um, and even if you get into things like autism there's research that that's simply just heavy metal toxicities and parasites yeah that that's that's not a real yeah real dysfunction same thing with multiple sclerosis it's a it's a heavy metal and parasite disease yeah um so i think i really do see that like the heavy metals and the parasites that combination with the emf you could pretty much control a person i would say
0: so yeah i mean that would explain a lot and like for people that are become healthy let's say at a a base level like you've got things in order and things out of the toxic ranges there is a, a point where you can maybe you look at your previous self even and or just other people in general and say man how could i do that or how could i how could they do that like why are they reacting this way when literally like they're just sick like on many levels mentally spiritually uh and like you said like it's very liberating to understand that within yourself like oh i'm not broken my genetics aren't this set point of dysfunction. It's just, you know, the result, the symptoms of my current environment. And that is like, I like the human body is perfect in the way that it's designed and you can be healthy in any situation, um, at a base level. But then there are things that come into the environment, fuck that up, thought patterns, um, toxicities, whatever it is, uh, that, manifest as these various things but it's always important to to understand symptoms as like a temporary classification of what your body is currently going through rather than this is what i have this is what i am these genetics are final and nothing can ever fix that i just have to deal with the symptoms and that's what big pharma wants you to think Is like you have these symptoms for life take this pill we'll charge you for it uh and then just deal with it as, as you know for as long as you can But yeah, that's, you know, it's, it's been great talking to you about these (coughs) heavy metals and parasites and I know everyone would benefit from, uh, you know, understanding it, sharing it with their family and maybe, you know, a great thing to do with your family is like, all right, let's all do this heavy metal detox together. Um, so yeah, thanks so much, Ben, for joining me, Soulcast. Uh, I know a lot of people get a lot out of it and uh, I'm going to go take some iodine (laughs) right now.
1: Sounds good, brother. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me and it was a great chat. Awesome,
0: man. Thank you. Yeah.